Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA Martial Arts proudly brings to you the reigning undisputed radio tag team champions of the world, the Captain Joey Savage, Ned, we are Nerd Thug Radio. Heck yeah, dude. I'm in there, boy. Oh, wait. Sorry. I forgot you were here. What? Corey DLG! No. Da, da, you know what? No. 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 <laughs> Let's start that. I can't even finish it. Worthless. Are we gonna start it over? You want me to do no. the intro again? No, I don't know. I don't Ladies know. and gentlemen, boys and girls, no. children of all ages, no. Corey DLG. Forget it. It's not even. It just hurts now. Make sure you interact with us at facebook.com backslash thug radio. Don't forget, you can catch us three days a week here in Conroe on the radio and three days a week on podcast with Nerd Thug Radio, Nerd Thug Sports, Nerd Thug Wrestling Mondays. Thursdays, Fridays. Did I get that Boom. Right? You did. Whew. Look at you learning your days of the week. Lunes Didn't even Martis, have them right on his hands this Martis, time. Martis, miraculous. You can't see me. <laughs> miraculous? Miraculous. Huevos vienes sabado. Huevos vienes sabado. Domingo. Did you sort of egg Domingo. sunny side up? I did. I thought so. I did. I ordered Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, egg sunny side up. That's Boom. I, uh, my last name is De La Guardia. I know Spanish, dude. You don't know any Spanish. I know you more s- Spanish than you. You said huevos conquistador, <laughs> which is the trampled eggs. I don't and think that's accurate. Sabado is sunny side Are up. Are you being salty because you got left out of the intro? I know Spanish. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, super ladies, Corey I, no, Don't even, no, no, mm, <laughs> no. This is why you don't have nice things, because you ruin it. I got tons of nice things. Really? Yeah. Where do you keep them? I own three radio shows. <laughs> I think you co-own three radio shows with the person. That's you not just what the state. Of, that's not what the government says. The government. The state, <laughs> state of, the state state of, of Texas. Oh, you know, the state of Texas says. Uh, pretty successful, I would say. I'll sell them to you, though. I thought you just said you were showing a loss this year. Yeah. <laughs> Taxes. <laughs> I'll sell them to you, though. I don't want it. Okay. Honestly, after what you just did. I mean, did, right now, GoDaddy will, Go will give me like 800 bucks. Man, you know what? This thing's over. Let's just chop up the 800. <laughs> <one Done>? <laughs> Corey DLG! No. <laughs> so what you got going on this week? What'd you, uh, what'd you do? I, uh, I came over, and in the second time you've played video games all year. Yeah, that's true. You're playing some crap old game. Hey, yeah, so, you know, the, play, the PlayStation Network gives away games. And so I was playing the Hitman game that came out, like, I think two years ago, maybe? A what, year Hitman? Ago? Like, yeah. five years ago. I don't know. It's the one where they were, like, putting up new missions, like, every couple months. They would be like, now go to Monaco and kill a guy. I literally just finished the training, and then they were like, hey, freestyle the training and kill him a different way. And Joey showed up, so then I was like, You were like, yeah. I've heard very good things about that game, actually. It's, I mean, it's big. There's a lot to do, it looks like, but I haven't actually done anything yet. So exciting. So I've had a pretty up and down week. Yeah, I uh, stopped watching Umbrella Academy. I d- like, I don't even. Ali Savage is no longer interested, so I'm gonna have to. <sighs> no, uh, no, no, don't blame her. Finish it on my own. Don't blame her. I mean, I'm gonna get through it because I own this radio show. They got to talk about it. I don't. Well, you gotta uh, stop saying. So, like, that. I'm gonna I'm really, accurate. I'm really gonna push myself through it. You're gonna push yourself through. But it. But I also, does you know it get what? better? It it never gets bad. I don't understand how it gets better. Like, it's amazing from the go. It's not amazing from the go. To me, at least. That's it's just exciting my and entertaining. That's just my opinion. Intrigue. You are the minority Mystery. opinion. Okay. I'm okay with that. This is Joey. This is Joey Finally, Savage I'm a minority. the minority report. I'm a minority, and now I can relate to both of you. 
Uh, Thank you. White privilege. Um, I uh, watched the first two free episodes of that weird city I talked about last week. Yeah, you're obsessed with that. It's pretty weird. Did you think so? But here, weird is super funny. Weird is not a okay. You might want to lead with that because weird is not a compliment. It can be. Keep Austin weird. They love that stuff over there. No one else does. But Austin does. No one else is like, hey, let's go be weird in Austin. I think everyone says let's go be weird in Austin. That's all we said when we. (laughs) Because then they buy the shirt and come back. Keep Austin weird. I think I hate people. But uh, no, it's really funny. So we were, you were right. Uh, it is set in its own universe, but every episode is its own standalone. Yeah, I figured as much. You're not yeah, gonna get those still, people it, to show up. But for it's a still, bunch yeah, of stuff. it follows the same rules of the concept, right. Of the the city, but it's like small stories. But it's really funny. Okay, I like it a lot. You should check it out. It's free on YouTube. We'll see. Well, the first um, two episodes are. Yeah, the first two episodes are, and I'm really contemplating paying just to finish the rest of it. I'm pretty sure YouTube Rev is like the most expensive of all the streaming things. <sighs> I th- it's like ten bucks. I think I saw more than that. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. I don't. Break. I don't feel like paying YouTube. No, but now you can. So, yeah, I mean, play you, the app. And so then you would rather it. you would rather pay the DC streaming app than YouTube. Yes. And you hate the DC streaming. I app. I do. Wow. But YouTube literally. Okay, here's the thing. YouTube for 100 years was giving away its content and now they're like this content is so good you should buy it i don't buy that they need they need some way to make money they've been operating youtube at a loss since its inception <laughs> you know why though because it takes because people upload 72 billion hours of content with the like eight views they are perpetually adding uh server space non-stop Forever, right, and they will forever because forever, their model, their model is stupid. Also, all the advertisers are pulling out. We can talk about this for a second. Eleven ninety nine a month. Yeah, yeah, that's that's more expensive than it should be. It's less than Netflix. For good reason. <laughs> Just saying. Well, we'll come in two dollars under Netflix because we're only two dollars worse. Her Netflix no. was going up to like fifteen ninety nine. It month. might be. It's yeah. still worth it. Is it? Yeah. When they play Umbrella Academy. They could charge 30 bucks and people would pay it for a streaming service. Now, I did watch a Netflix original movie. Uh, Saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. You were talking about this? Paddleton. Yeah. Starring Mark Duplass and Ray Romano. So, Ray Romano's kind of having a little bit of a renaissance. Yeah. The Ray Romano renaissance. I was, ne- so, you know, the what was that show? Was it the Ray Romano show? Is that what they uh, called it? Or something else? I think it was Ray Romano. Him and Brad Garrett. uh, Everybody loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. Um, So, like, I didn't watch that show religiously. I mean, I think we were a little young when it came out. But, like, I've watched reruns and I watch it. And I always had a a little funny laugh. But it was always, like, he... He He had a long run, though. He did. Uh, Marsha Gay Harden, I think, uh, was beautiful when that show started. Um, She kind of turned into, like, grandma age during the run of that show because it was on so long. She was also in Beethoven. Was she really? That's his wife, right? Yeah, yeah, she's a Beethoven. Um, Ray Romano, though, I didn't like his character, and it's all like everything about Raymond. It was he was very I like Bradley Garrett's character. I I liked his more, but like, but they're Ray, both kind of having a comeback. They are. Brad's on that uh, TV show, uh, Single Parents. Have I'm you seen have, that? I, I have. Oh, it's, it's hilarious. hilarious! It is hilarious. And then um, he's now Ray Romano's popping up with some of these like lower indie films. Yeah, just knocking it out of the park. As well, an he's. I think he's. Uh, I think he signed some sort of studio deal with Netflix because he also did a stand-up special. I with did him saw too. that too. Um, so I feel like he probably has like four or five things on Netflix right now. Super sad movie though. Yeah, Paddleton. Yeah, I watched it late at night, which I don't recommend. Watch it during the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's sad. Keep, get day sad. Keep, keep the sunshine on you. Yeah, day sad on that one for sure. Keep the lights on. Uh, is it scary? <laughs> no, it's not scary. But you know, it's just real sad. Sad. And you're in a dark, gloomy room. Like 
You don't want to. You don't want to advance sadness. Wait I think my room just get gloomy. <laughs> I mean, I would probably because of the sad atmosphere. Yeah, if I were you, I'd probably wait till your roommate came back. I wouldn't watch it at home by myself. Oh, all right. You gonna hide the razor blades no. too? Like I need to. Yeah, <laughs> take all the bleach away. Um. Oh man, that's dark. Um. Yeah, I so I want to go back to YouTube and their ads. I don't know if you heard about this story. Okay. Um. Remember how people have talked about forever how there's a bunch of like weird content on YouTube? Yes. Uh, like the the people who dress up in the costumes, and then it's not it's like linked to kid stuff, but then it's not like kid friendly. Right. Yeah. But because they're in the costumes, it it dumps right to it from your. It like auto plays into like the YouTube kids section. Right. Like the search algorithms dump it there and all that. Do you remember when they started putting the ads in the middle of videos? Yeah, and I oh, pointed that, and I pointed out that that uh, that movie Candy, which is about a girl who starts hunting down pedophiles, and it's a really dark, messed up movie. Yeah, had like a Patrick Ham- Wilson had like a Hampton Inns commercial in the middle of it, and I was like, how would a hotel chain feel if they found out like that their ad is playing in the middle of a m- movie about pedophiles? Like, that's right. not what are we doing here? Um, that's and so. Any anyway, press is good press. AT and T, and I believe Verizon. I just read yesterday, both. It, it like it all kind of blew up at once. Uh, it came out that those inappropriate videos, like it hit mainstream media somehow. That those ma- that those or finally I should say that those weird videos were like there's a whole underground network of them, right? Like yeah, someone posting hundreds of hours of this just weird stuff up there. So finally it hit, and all of those are monetized because they link into all the different right. algorithms. So AT and T and Verizon completely pulled their ad support from YouTube. Bye. That's why they have to charge per month now. Yeah, it might be why they got to charge that YouTube red now, because they're gonna lose. Bye. They're gonna lose some real money on that, and it's bye, boy. It's like I said, like, they've been losing advertisers for a long time now, and this is just just it's just getting worse now. <laughs> well, they were losing partners because they were demonetizing the mo- the different videos and stuff for people. They were letting like the big record labels uh, put copyright strikes on people for yeah. nonsense reasons. We got copyrighted once. We did. And uh, pen pineapple apple pen. Don't yeah. worry, we're gonna get copyrighted again. Yeah, just for doing that. No, take that. Uh, Not on YouTube anymore. Y- that's fair. That's fair. You know what? But you know what was funny about that one was we got, we got hit. I think we were thirty one seconds or something like that because uh, we had the new producer at the time and he yeah. didn't, he didn't cut it exactly right. Yeah, uh, a lot of stuff he didn't do right. But uh, but literally there was a guy who literally did a YouTube thing where he was like the the name of the video is making an original song and like he makes it up there on the spot. And then he gets hit for the copyright bomb. A record label hit him with the copyright bomb for his own material. How does that even happen? Well, and then the process is so flawed that his uh, there's no way to appeal it, really. He can just ask YouTube to let him back. And you know what was really, really Maybe toxic I for a while is that... uh purchase this YouTube. I wouldn't. If, uh, if, if they get claimed, they also, if they can, like, even kind of sort of prove it's theirs, then they get all of the money from it, too. Right, yeah. So the that record label, make any sense. the record label, literally just kind of goes over and rakes your money into their pocket on that one. Record labels are the worst. Um, yeah, you start thinking about stuff like TLC. Well, did you see that one thing? We got to jump out here. Uh, that came out about that show MTV Cribs. Like those rappers, like they all all those houses were like rented houses. They weren't like their real houses. Well, duh. I mean, it's, it's just funny. Money, it's like though. because they talk about like how much money they got from the record label. You don't get that much money. Well. You sometimes do, but it's it's not your money. It's an advance. Like right. they would get a million dollars, and they'd spend seventy percent of it on jewelry, cars, and homes, 
and then they still got to make an album, and they still owe a million dollars to the label anyway. Yeah. It's bad math. It's bad math. Just the man. Get the man down. But I mean, unless you're Birdman, who is a billionaire. Yeah, it's true. For now. All right, well, for now, let's jump out to a break. When we come back, Corey's got some interesting DC comic news. Ooh. Yeah. Corey DLG. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Ow. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey D- oh, <laughs> this is... I was waiting for that to come. We're still doing this, huh? We're still doing this. Okay. Hey, little boys and girls, Corey D-O-D. No, I don't even... I don't even want... I'm barely here. That's my brother. All right, well, this segment's all about Shut you. Up. Go ahead, man. <laughs> We're related. Go ahead. Shut up. Take it. Take it away. Um, I don't even know. What Talk about your DC comics. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Ned, anything going on in the video yeah, game world? See, <laughs> you know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I digress. Uh, I digress. Uh, it's <laughs> so this weekend was I think the name of the convention is Comics Pro uh, Weekend. Um, oh I think it's in. Yeah, you did that. Yeah, I think it's in Hawaii. Ooh, that's a good place to go to a con. It's super expensive. Yeah, right, it's uh, super expensive in a bunch of tiny islands. Yeah, nothing's cheap in Hawaii. That's true. Uh, so I heard a great a lot of meth. I heard a great voicemail on one of those like political call-in shows where the guy was like. Blaming the government for the fact that everything costs more in Hawaii. He's like, we're part of the United States. We count. And it's like, you're on an island, fool. Right. (laughs) Shipping, dude. Shipping. (laughs) Straight up shipping. (laughs) But um, you're not part of the continental United States. Right. Nothing's free, man. Um, But so Dan DeDito made... uh, Danny DeVito? Dan DeDito is the... Dan De- <laughs> Danny DeVito is the leader a, of DC? Yeah, I don't actually know what Dan DeDito's position is, but he's the head of DC. He's the decision maker for DC Comics. Um, I don't know what his official title is at this point. I'll they, find out. They keep giving other people promotions and stuff. I don't know at this point. He might be like executive VP of print. I have no idea at this point. Who knows? Because DC's owned by Warner Brothers, so he's somewhere in that structure. Uh, anyway, he made a bunch of waves because essentially he announced or confirmed there had been some rumors that DC was planning on cutting back some titles. Uh, the number that had been floated in rumors was 22. <laughs> that they're going to be at 22 titles. Bless he is, you, he is currently the co-publisher of DC Comics along with Jim Lee. Right. Okay. Clarified. Yeah, I don't I don't even I don't know who the co I don't know who the publisher is of Marvel right now. Who Joe, I'll find out. Go ahead. Joe Quesada maybe. Uh, I, I bet sounds like a. I bet it's Joe. Sounds Quisada. like a Tex-Mex dish. Yeah, this guy saved Marvel Knights, man. Uh, he's saved Joe. Marvel with Marvel Knights. Um, but so Dan DeDito announced that DC's what they're gonna do. They're gonna drastically cut the number of their titles. He said the number everyone heard isn't correct. The number that everyone heard is twenty-two. 
I don't know what the number is going to wind up being, but if it's anywhere near 22, that is a massive cut from their monthly output, which is right now somewhere in that 50s range every month. Um, yeah, that's huge. John Nee? Does that sound right? That's Publisher? Sounds like a fake name. Yeah. I'm going to lie. <laughs> Publisher of Marvel Comics, John Nee? That's what it says. Let me see. Well, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Um, Sounds to me like it's just cutting a lot of extra books. But that's a... Nico. <laughs> like, let's say the number's 30, okay? And right now they're publishing 50... Let's say this month it would be 54. I haven't counted, but it's somewhere between 50 and 60 every month. Let's say it's 54. So they cut 24 books. 24 titles. That's that's a lot more than trimming, right? Right. No, I understand. Also, they put the blame of this somewhat on Marvel. They 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 basically said that the direct market is struggling to deal with so many titles, and it's hurting everybody. So they're cutting back. Now, keep in mind, DC this year started doing some other stuff. They actually moved into they're making these hundred page giants and they're putting them on the shelves of WalMarts. Johnny. Johnny, I don't know who that is. We'll have to look that up at the break. Um, so I think they're just moving into other areas and they're getting revenue from these other it areas. It looks like that. And so they're... I don't know. That. He might Tony. Be, he might be from Disney. That's probably... Maybe. Nee was president of Wildstorm when Jim Lee sold the studio in 1998. Hmm, interesting. Continue. Um, but so... They're basically kind of trying to put the blame on the fact that Marvel puts out so many titles, and they think that that Marvel does put out a lot of titles. And I, and I think what so was DC. Until that's great. A, a month I, ago, more is better. I think so. I think you know so. Uh, we talked about the, a little about this when we were getting started uh, in the uh, pro, in the pre production of this show today. Yeah, like those words. Yeah, I did. Thank you. Sound familiar? Uh, professional. You know, so I was talking about how you've got some like. Uh, I'm fat, so everything goes to food to me. I like it. But you've got some restaurants when they start out or some little mom-pop shots or, or, you know, truck stops or truck, you know, food trucks. They pick one or two things. Right. They specialize it. Right. They make a killing in it. We're the macaroni and cheese food truck, so we make six macaroni and cheese dishes. So, like, I see, okay, let's specialize in a few things. But what you don't see is someone like Cheesecake Factory who now has, like, 45 dishes saying, we are trimming the entire menu to 10. Right, we're going to sell cheesecake and quesadillas. That's it, That's done. It. We're gonna f- no, you can't. You're, right. you're the Cheesecake Factory. Well, you have to bring more options. Well, and that's the other part of well, it, too. Well, what if I just want cheesecake? Well, so here's the thing. Go to the I, Cheesecake Factory. First of all, DC has always... So even, at, even if they were making 55 titles, about 14 of them were going to overlap, right? Because they do, like, several Batman books, several Superman books. Right. Um, plus, I'm not a huge fan of that, though. I'm not either. Plus, well, like, the Batman event books, the Superman event books, there's always some sort of, like... Yeah, but also, like, Marvel produces a lot of, like... There's, like, a quintillion number ones, and then, like, a lot of them only go to, like, four, six issues. Yeah, and then but like, they do the number ones... At least they haven't re-jumped their universe 17 times right. in the last three years. They do it... Well, they have a couple times, but... Not in the last three years. <laughs> not 17 times, like DC. But they do their number ones to... To jump the sales, right? Because basically how comic books work is... Number one always sells. Number one always sells. But wherever you get to with your big pops, you'll stay there and you'll just kind of gradually slide down somewhat. So what they're doing there is like, let's say you were talking about Ironheart. And she's had two different series at this point and debuted twice at number one. Like, debuted twice with with a number one. But the jump was from 8,000 in sales the first time to 22,000 in sales. 
They'll run this for a little bit, and then when the sales dip below whatever is acceptable money-wise... In that comic story. And then they'll wait a couple months, and then they'll pop it back at one again, and hopefully it debuts at 34 or 35. Yeah. And then it slides a little bit every month, but it stays at a better number. Um, but that's just growth. I don't know that it's growth if you're doing, hey, we have six different people telling a Batman story this month. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't know that that's the same... How's, that, how's the continuity of that even work? Right. And everyone, like... That's what I liked about Marvel, and I've generally read more comics than you know from but Marvel. Maybe than that's DC. why they want to cut all these books because they don't need six Batman. No, they stories. don't. They only need one or two. What's great is you know like Marvel event normal. Marvel will have like usually it's some main story with everything going on, but generally they'll have like an X Men title, right? They've right. got like three different X Men teams, and so they X Men Blue, X Men Gold, X Men whatever Red, right. or but they something. are completely different. So they're, they're completely different teams and different stories. But then within those teams, there may be like there's like five characters. There's always one that jumps out. You're like, man, yeah, I really like Gambit in this one. Right. Like, I wonder what he does on his own. Like, okay, then a Gambit comic solo comic comes out. Right. So you're reading the same story, but you're reading three different comics that are telling from different perspectives. Right. And, and also, sometimes they do well, sometimes they fail. But yeah. what they do was a great job, I think, with Marvel is they push. You know, female characters and you know minority characters, but they're also all taking, sorts of stuff. But they're also taking chances too. Yeah, that's take the, the chances, right? Like, so here's the thing: is I don't, I think it's way more likely if DC shrinks their titles that they'll just cut the bottom half of their lineup, which isn't all the Batman, Superman stuff. No, if they go down to thirty, it's still going to be twelve that are all Superman and all Batman and all the yeah. different team up stuff of them, and then the other eighteen titles instead of the other forty are going to be. Everyone else experiment, right? Like, hey, I don't see why we've got don't. this. You know, let's say Ironheart, even though they haven't done it, but hey, we have this Ironheart character who's kind of creating some traction in the story she's in. Let's do. Let's hire somebody. Let's write a four-part miniseries, right? Four issues, and if it does well, we'll continue. If not, then we'll find someone else. Also, I don't know that the direct market is suffering because there's a lot of small publishers who have come up and really grown in the last five, six years. You look at Aftershock, Valiant Comics, Valiant's got big image. Has actually kind of shrunk, which is weird, right? Well, I think they just—I think now they're just kind of content. They had their their big run with um, Walking Dead, Walking and all Dead, that. and Invincible. But, but you know what? They were only getting like Image's business model is completely different because they don't keep a portion of the sales. They they charge a fee and they keep it, and that's it. So they made the same off of Walking Dead as they make off of Saga as they do off of anything else. I still have to catch up on Saga. Um, same. They don't Saga. They don't break the Saga. bank on anything. So for them, I think they just want to keep it at a core. And just give creators somewhere else to go. go. And I, I don't think they're interested necessarily in building brand anymore. Because they tried that for a while. and it, it. I think Valiant's really all about making a big push to be Valiant has three grown a real universe. A yeah. cohesive universe. Boom and Studios has done well. Boom Studios. And Aftershock announced a massive program. They're going to introduce street teams. They're going to introduce targeted marketing. Social media marketing. They're gonna, they basically want to become partners with every individual store. And help grow the stores. So, what's the third biggest comic book company? <sighs> it's probably ID, IDW. It's I was, pro- was going to say uh, IDW. No, it's probably still Image. You think so? Uh, yeah, IDW probably has one or two books that rank, but but they have like all the the rights to like what, yeah Ninja they do Turtles. all, they're all, they do all the licensing and stuff yeah but but a lot of that money goes back to Hasbro. Does it? Yeah, yeah. licensing is really hard. There was a there was an article one <coughs> time about a guy. He's like, God bless you, sir. Thank I'm you. The, I'm no, the no, I'm artist. So much. Yeah, stop. Salute. My allergies. Ugh, I get allergies. Literally, never mind. 
Uh, literally, uh, you know, there was an artist for, I think it was He-Man. He's like, I'm drawing the number one mm-hmm. book in the country right now. No, it was a Transformers book. No, it was He-Man. And he's like, and I'm sleeping on my buddy's couch because I don't have money to, for rent. And it's because literally the business model for licensing, the bulk of the money goes back to the licensor. I like He-Man. I mean, they should do a whole Netflix show on He-Man. Danny W comics for Transformers are really, really good. They have some good ones. They did a, a great run for G.I. Joe, I feel like. Uh, Love me some G.I. Joe. Dark Horse probably for a while was the third biggest. Yeah. But they are mostly licensing now. You guys are just falling apart today. I haven't moved yet. Uh, licensing was a big part of this. They did Aliens and Predator yeah, 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 and all yeah. the different. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. So at this point, I... Aftershock really wants to be the third biggest. That's for sure. I'm going to look it up in the break. Yeah. When we come back, I'm going to tell you who it is, and we'll find out who really is the number three comic I'm, book. I'm excited to find out. Where, where are your um, bets being placed? I'm going to say IDW. I think it's still Image. What about you, Nico? I was going to go IDW. He's going to go Weiss Shorts. That's, okay. his, that's his option. All right, I like it. Weiss Shorts. <laughs> you still play that game? I do. Every Friday? Don't name where you play it, though, but do you play it? Yeah. Yeah, we don't, we don't name that place right now. Sorry, B-Mac. Love you, but... You know who you are. <laughs> Same thing. It's like free shameless plugging. Yeah. I feel bad that I haven't been playing clicks there in forever. And they had a huge event over the weekend. I didn't get to attend, and I'm, I'm just bummed about it. Um, I think I might be retired from clicks. We'll have to see. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Rotten Tomato. Ooh, I like it. Bye. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Ooh. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Cessations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. I really, th- I really you shut your mouth. I really <laughs> thought you were going to jump in there. You knew better. Uh, before we could go, let's talk about my friend, the Nerd Ninja, over at I'll Cox ATA Martial Arts. The leader of ATA Martial Arts in North Houston with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. Wee. If you live in the area of listening to this radio station, there is a place for you to train. Yeah. Kia. Kia. Yeah. Go. Say Kia. Uh, okay, Nico, you say it. Kia. Thanks. <laughs> uh, they teach self-defense classes. They teach self-balance, self-esteem, Tai Chi. It's a great workout program. They can get you on to a fit and better life at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Yeah. Not to mention this coming week is the Spring Nationals in Las Vegas, Nevada. Several of the competition team members will be traveling to compete against the best in the world. Are are you one of those several members? I am not, but Sadie Savage is, and I will be traveling there. It's the last big stop before the end of the year world competition. 
So, so like the season's like middle of uh, the year, basically. The season, no, the season is over in July. Actually, it's really over in May. Yeah. So the last turn, actually April. So the last tournament you can gain points at is the last weekend in April, and then they so have it's over in April, and then they have district championships um, in the end of May and early June. Which you can still try to earn a spot into the world finals. You can win your way to, into the competition, but you can't. Regular season is done. Regular this, season these is are the, playoff spots. Yeah, these are um, top ten from each district compete. Right. Or top ten from each state compete in their district. If you win the district, but you're not in the top ten in the world, you earn a seat at the table to compete for a world title. Right. Um, so yeah, so this it's is like a big those deal. small conferences getting a team into the NCAA. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely right. This is this is it. So good luck to all those competitors, and it's going to be fun. Because here at Cox ATA Martial Arts, we build leaders. We teach life skills. We leave a, a legacy. legacy. <laughs> Way to go, guys. <laughs> you are not me. <laughs> no. Listen, I'm your brother. No, listen, number four. He's a younger, faster, better version. I don't think you. he's any of those things. <laughs> I think he's younger. Mm, accurate. In a barely. foot race, he would win. I, I don't know if that's true. He is I longer in all ways. <laughs> right. Including stride, my son. Doesn't matter. Also, I don't, you don't have you have metal knees. <laughs> that's true. I am starting to realize we might have a charity race coming up. Uh, no, we don't. Corey DLG versus Nico DLG we in have a 40-yard dash. We have a charity beating coming in up. In a 40-yard... We're going to record this. Here's what's going to happen. When I get back from Vegas and it warms up a little bit, you two are racing. 40-yard dash. He's going to lose. Let's put a wager on it. He's going to lose. Nico, if you win, what does Corey have to do? Oh, geez, I don't know. Shave his Think beard. Oh, if you win, what does he have to do? Shave his head. Yes. yes. <laughs> Shaked on it. I love it. Dude, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it clapped into the air yeah. and shook on it. <laughs> We're on radio. No one can see this. I love this. All right, it's on. I'm going to start promoting the crud out of this. All right. Beard versus hair. 40-yard dash. Battle of the DLG Brothers. I mean, I'm going to win. This is going to be great. You guys better start training. He I'm already training. He's already training. I know. He's in the gym with Victoria. I'm Maybe you win. need to get in the gym I'm with Victoria. I'm praying in the Church of Iron. <laughs> oh, that was so good. I love it. I'm getting so excited for this. Oh, man. So unintended. I could beat both of y'all. <laughs> but I'm going to judge. I'm going to judge. This is going to be great. Hair versus beard. Are we doing anything, or are we just hanging out here? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, don't we do that all the time on the show? Just hang out? I'm, you you try to replace me this whole episode. So I got really ticked off. I'm not a fan of this Rotten Tomatoes. We've talked you, about this. Yeah, I you, don't like these movie previews. You've been a hater. They ruin stuff. The they do it on purpose. The reviews or the previews? Both of them. Okay. All the, rev- the pre- previews, they all try to ruin movies. You don't like critics, though. I don't. Critics are stupid. Wow, that's my opinion. Hard stance. If you want to know, if you want to know if a movie's good or not, you should watch it. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of movies they say are crappy, and I really enjoy them. There's a lot of stuff they say is really good, like there's Umbrella Academy that I'm like, eh, not you, for me. You do have terrible tastes, so it is impossible for you to trust. Just because I think Susan Sarandis is a goddess doesn't mean that I got bad taste. I I'm still waiting for you to say one thing that I can agree with. <laughs> one thing that <laughs> one I can thing. agree with. <laughs> yeah. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, you not gonna you have, happen. When it comes down to it, you have some of the weirdest, worst taste on almost anything we anything we talk about. That's um, why my life is so great, Nico. I mean, listen to each their own, and you've made yourself happy in your weird, bizarre little way. Um, but it is you can't use a critic because it doesn't do you any good. I don't want someone to tell me what I can and can't like. This is America. Okay, so what's what brought this on? So I saw this article where they were talking about how Captain Marvel 
two weeks away, by mind you. Right, March fifteenth has a uh, more than two viewer weeks away. rating of forty five percent already. The lowest rating since The Incredible Hulk in two thousand eight, which uh, had a seventy percent rating. It has not even out yet. It's not yeah, out for another I don't two whole how weeks. That happens, right? How do you even like review something that's not out? They're trying to put it down because it's a female lead. Well, I do know part of it is. Uh, the the comicscape people have rallied. They are the people. absolute worst. They really are. They they're really are just the worst. as bad as uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I don't. They're not technically classified. I think as a hate group or anything. Twitter does. They are a hate group. Twitter does suspend and ban a lot of them. Um, but essentially, they think they're fighting for comics by basically complaining about everything in comic books. You know who thought they were fighting for the American race? Or not the American race, but for the perfect race? Uh, the Nazis. Fair enough. Fair enough. Not they, all, my, they all think not something. Not my words, but I'm not going to argue with they you. They all think something. That's true. Everyone does have the reason for doing something, misguided or not. Uh, and essentially, former DC artist, but now freelance, uh, Ethan Van Skyver, has been making all these like YouTube videos. That's a great name. Really is. Is he on that Comicscape? Yeah, I hate him. He's like the he's like the ringleader. Kind I of. hate him. Uh, he's been making these YouTube videos for a long time. Where like, so let me guess. Something. Hold on one sec. Let me guess. He probably got blacklisted from writing comics, or no one liked his Drawing. stupid Drawing. stupid drawings anymore because they were stupid. Um, and so now he's mad at the world. What's basically it's happened, a great villain story. His it's a great villain story. Essentially, his issue is that uh, he's kind of talked his way out of the industry. Uh, a lot of people worked with him. A lot of people liked him. And then he kept getting himself involved in stuff. And now people don't work with him. And he says it's because of his politics. But the reality is he doesn't – when he opens his mouth, like, stuff comes out, right? So that's his problem. Uh, but anyway, he is upset. That's why you don't voice your opinions. Well, it's why you voice well, them in – Well, you, no, you no, voice no, no, them no. in company, you not know, within – No, no. It doesn't matter if you have dissenting opinions, but you speak respectfully. His problem – Is he just – through everyone speak respectfully. Um, know how to talk. Right. Be polite. Right, there's a lot of things that I will say behind closed doors to you two gents that I would never say in public. But but you would still voice your opinion in public. You would just find a better way to say exactly. it. Exactly. Right. His issue, like, he, he, he got mad. So Captain Marvel, Brie Larson, the actress. Uh, Isn't she, she, like, Oscar nominated or won something? Uh, I don't know about that. Um, no. She did, however, uh for Captain Marvel, uh, she organized some sort of, or someone else may have. I don't even know if she organized it. Uh, somebody, though, organized a GoFundMe that was going to go to a nonprofit where they were going to buy movie tickets for little girls to go see Captain Marvel. I don't know why they didn't do that for Wonder Woman, but okay. Right. Uh, they might have, honestly. I, th- I feel like someone, actually, I feel like someone bought up like an all-female screening of Wonder Woman at one point. Oh, I do remember that. Yes, that did happen. Uh, because people were like... Right, and people were upset, but then the movie came out and everyone was like, oh, it's actually pretty good. Right. But there and were... everyone th- shut up. But there were those people who... <sighs> when someone hears all-female, they immediately go, well, what it's about... exclusive <laughs> Right, what about the men? And it's like, well, some something doesn't have to be all men to be equitable to all female. Like, that's not necessarily how things go. It's not apples to apples. In yeah, that it's regard. not Title IX. Right. So, exactly. And this is a free enterprise thing. If somebody's like, hey, I want to I buy movie tickets for 200 women to go see a female superhero. Okay. Great. Like, you're going to hand them to whoever you want to hand them to. Right, so, yeah. They're like, cool, sales. Right. 
Uh, but anyway, did you ever find that website of who was doing that so we can contribute? No, we need to though. Uh, we should homework, uh, homework nerd we'll, thug radio. We'll look that up. But so Ethan Van Skyver though he went ahead and made videos complaining about it, going so far as to accuse her of doing it to boost ticket sales and having ulterior motives, going so far as to say that it's that it's sexist and disgusting and how, why would she do that? I think he even complained about the fact that a nonprofit was involved. Um, it. <sighs> Look, if you want to do something for charity, go all out. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, okay, the worst thing you've done is donate to charity. What a monster. <laughs> well, in, well, that's inspiring little girls. Oh, how terrible you must be. Right, yeah. Um, like, I don't understand. Like, I, I get it. They're like, oh, you know, they're, they're not necessarily, you know, they don't share my political beliefs. But that doesn't mean that, like, what they're doing is wrong or what they're doing is bad. No, it doesn't. But that she did win an Academy Award. Ooh, See? What for? I 20, so. 2015 Best Actress for the nominated movie Room. See, I don't even know what that is. But Me okay. either. All right, congratulations. I knew she. I knew she won look something. At, look at that. So she that's won even a Golden that, Globe for that as well. Is that before Glow? So she wins it. 2015. 2015. She wasn't in Glow. Brie Larson. Yeah, you're I'm thinking of Allison Brie. I am thinking of Allison Brie. You're right. Man, oh man, I got those totally mixed up. It's okay, man. I got you, boo. Well done. They both have Brie in the name, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so it is. That's a little. It's a weird film to go from that to Captain Marvel. Maybe she'd already agreed to it. That's odd. Um, I don't, or maybe she's going to get that money. Yeah, shmoney boys. Yeah. Gonna get that boom, boom, boom. But so, I don't... Is there is there anything... Like, why would you... What's why the is negative? it a bad thing? Yeah, what's the negative What's to the difference whenever Black Panther came out, there was a big push. They were buying tickets for young African Americans. Well, I like, can assure you there were people who had a problem with that. Yeah, but it, why? They need a role model, too. Women need a role model in movies. Like... This, I mean, that was the big thing about Black Panther, right? Right. It's like, boom, here, now here's the first real African-American superhero that's getting right. his own film. This is, you know, for whatever reason, people look up to actors and movies and stuff. Well, you want to have something to look, you, I mean, if, if you, if you're a nerd and you want to, and you're like, oh man, every superhero in the comic book is white, but I'm a black kid. What do I, yeah, who do I look up to? And then the Black Panther's literally a king? Yeah. Like, I mean. Of his you own. Look up, you look up to Captain America. Secret what else nation. Do? America. Right. But I mean, yeah, you want to you want to see somebody who looks like you that succeeds. Exactly. Like I don't know why it's such a big deal. And I freaking hate mongers. And that's kind of where like yeah, people just they can't stand to see. Somehow it somehow it's become exclusionary to be inclusive, and I right. don't understand that. Neither. I mean, I don't know. It's like people getting mad that 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 the Girl Scouts don't teach what the Boy Scouts do anymore, and there were girls who wanted to learn that. Would. Well, just yesterday at the baseball tournament, there was a little girl on the baseball on a different baseball yeah. team. Nobody said she needs to go play softball. No, she's on a really good baseball team. She she was out there practicing. She looked just as good as everyone else. Yeah. All right, let's jump out to a break. We come back. We're gonna wrap the show up. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. 
Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, yeah. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And Ned. And Ned. Bah. Yeah. Bah. Ned. That's me. Bah. So the Oscars are happening last night. Yay? I don't like, I couldn't, I they don't even have a host. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing, right? So we're talking about... um. Allison, no, Brie Larson, I'm sorry. We're talking yeah. about Brie Larson. She won an award. The movie, never even heard of it. Oh, the Room. Never even heard of it. It's the uh, same name as the, the one, so most of the, the mo- Room by Tommy yeah. Wiseau. Yeah. What's great is most of these, is not great. The remake? <laughs> what's funny is most of the movies that win these Oscars and stuff, they're movies like no one sees. They make no money. Well, that's like, so one, Bunch year, of indie films. one yeah. year out of the blue, Gladiator won Best Picture. And it was because Hollywood had kind of like. The movie's awesome. Basically, Hollywood was trying to reach out to ticket buyers and say, hey, we respect y'all's opinion as well, is what they were kind of trying to do. Um, I don't, like, it never really took. Although, like, The Shape of Water was well watched. A lot of people yeah, watched that. I saw that one actually in theaters. Um, but yeah, most of the time. because I love Guillermo del Toro. Right. Most of the time, best pick. Well, and that's the thing is like, so. A lot of times the the winner of Best Picture is like a weird thing you've never seen. Like uh, I remember when Adrian Adrian Brody, who for some reason is an actor I've always followed. I, I enjoy him. The big nose, right? The big nose guy, yeah. Uh, That's he, why you follow him. He won the pianist for the pianist and what the pianist. Huh? And most people had never even heard of the film. What movie was that, Nico? Commercially, the pianist. The pianist. The pianist. And, and it's about a professional piano player, a pianist. Who is I think French or Jewish? I don't remember now. He's a French Jew. Uh, he might have been both. A Frenchy. Uh, during Germany's occupation uh, during World War II, and he's kept alive because of his skills. Okay. And so he has all these issues and moments where he's dealing with, you know, the fact that everyone else is suffering, but he's not because he plays the piano so well. Um, and you know, it's a great, and powerful movie, but commercially, I don't think it. No. I don't think it ever even rocked the boat. And then something like The Dark Knight does, you know. A Transformers. B- well, real movies. Like The Dark Knight did a billion dollars. Transformers. Transformers. And if it hadn't been for Heath Ledger dying, there probably would have been zero awards given, even though that trilogy does, you know, a bazillion dollars. You know who won an Oscar? Yeah, yeah. Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah. Marvel movies haven't even done that. Well, now they yeah, have. Yeah, they have. You know who won an uh, Oscar? So f- so. So far, what I've seen the list, uh, Black Panther has won two or three. That's Oscars. the first time Marvel has um, done that. Spider Man into the uh, Spider Verse won the Oscar for best animated film. Thank God it wasn't some yeah. Disney film again because well, that it, category is dominated by Disney, even if they're not even that good. It was a Disney film, right? Yeah, come or on. Was that man. Sony? No, it's Sony. Yeah, it's Sony. Same thing. But that's Disney, not the same. Disney thing. got a cut of that. Yeah, uh, but that uh, Spider Man uh, movie uh, was so good. It really was. It was really good. Wait, so you're mad that Disney, who literally has built an empire off of animated movies? No, it's because you're mad. Is, it's because there's other Oscars? other animated right. movies that are better than them will will First not of all, win. I like reject what? your hypothesis. What's one animated film that's been really good that's been nominated and hasn't won that's not Disney? Right. Uh, I'm trying to think of Can't last even year's. Name it. Yeah. Kobe Bryant won an Oscar. He yeah. did from a short film. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Animated. Have you thought of one yet? No, you're right. You yeah. haven't. I don't have the list. Animated doesn't count. Anime. I'm not Listen, even talking about anime movies. Although Ghibli did win, an, uh, <laughs> did win an Oscar for Spirited Away. And you're probably talking about like, I don't even know. Which, I don't even know. Like, I can't even take you serious right now. Yeah, because usually it's like a Toy Story that wins. Hey, we just agreed on something. Yeah, it's true. We did. That Nico doesn't know anything. <laughs> right. Uh, but no, I do think. Uh, Into the Spider Verse, so good though. Yeah, it was. It totally was. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's just I'm trying to think. You threw me off with your Disney complaint. It's such yeah. a weird complaint. I don't even know how to follow that. Yeah, because I'm like I'm wrapping my brain around the idea that there was another animated movie that was supposed to matter more. Speaking of movies, and this is going to transition to what you want to talk about. Okay, went and saw um, that dumb movie the the, the week with uh, Rebel Wilson. But oh. as we were there, there was like a uh, co- cardboard cutout or whatever of the Dark Phoenix movie coming out for X Men, and Sadie Savage was so pumped. Because it was probably like a year and a half ago, I guess, we did like what movies we would like to see come out. And that was one of the ones she wanted to see because she loves the Phoenix. That's right. And they want to boot it back a year. Yeah. So, like, and I guess she's just now realizing it's actually coming out. And I think they had somewhat announced it, but she, again, she was nine at the time, so I had right, no clue. Yeah. So she is uh, convinced that her prediction came true. It did. She but she is so pumped about it. that. Uh, so, speaking of X Men, you have some, some X Men news. Uh, also, real quick, talking about that with yeah. the, uh, New Mutants. Uh, they still haven't officially confirmed that Disney's going to release that. It was supposed to come out originally like February, last but they pushed it back to like February this year, I think. Yeah, and then they pushed it back again to November-ish. But if the sale goes through, which now it, I think it's done now, Disney has to announce it, and Disney hasn't given it a release date. They're afraid of crowding the market, which means that might wind up on like video on demand. I'll take That's that. That's the saddest thing ever. I'll take that, that. That streaming service. Yeah, but they went back and basically shot a whole second movie. Right. And no, for sure. Time for but them to I mean, go back and shoot a third movie. Listen, right. New Mutants will cost a billion dollars to make and make ten cents listen, per stream. I'm at, I'm at the point now in my life where they're creating such great stuff. I don't care where it comes out on. I just want to see it. Yeah, but if it doesn't, if it doesn't come out, I don't the care next about the money. Years, but if it, if they dump it, it on, if they dump it on streaming, those characters are never coming back. <laughs> if they dump it on streaming. Those characters aren't gonna. They're not gonna be in an X Men movie for another twenty years. No, I mean I'm almost convinced that whenever they do get X Men, they reboot the whole thing anyways. Yeah, but do they their could, own stuff. But if focus if, everything on Cyclops, if New Mutants, yeah, bring if, back Hugh Jackman for a cameo. No, nope. no, no. But like, if New Mutants does like a hundred million in theaters, they could conceivably use those characters in the reboot. <laughs> but anyway, what some of those characters actually, Ilyana especially, is in the new X Men that's being teased. Uh, Uncanny X-Men has been out now. There are, I think issue 12 is out. Issue 13 is about to come out. Okay. Uh, issue 11 featured the return of Cyclops. Yeah, man. Love me some Cyclops. That's, that's your boy. I and do like some Cyclops. I, I love the X-Men. He's been dead for about two years now in yeah. the comic books. I just think he's such a great, complex character. Like his, his journey from the beginning to like even where he is now. The first is, X-Men, really. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's incredible. And the now, different things they've done with him. Right. The and guy now, who just shoots laser beams out of his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does. Just, like, shrunk him all the way down to just that one thing. <laughs> I mean, that's his, that's, I mean, that's his power. Like, when it you is. first meet him, like, oh, he looks like this young kid who shoots laser beams out of his right. eyes. How is he going to have a h- tough time trying to keep his eyes open? From the nickname Slim all the way now to he was leader of the X-Men. Betrayed the X-Men. Yeah. Killed Professor X. Killed Professor X. Worked with Magneto. Consumed the Phoenix Force. Yeah. Led a civil war. Yeah. Bang tons of hot X Men girls. I, I I think just two. The two hottest ones that are of age. I we're gonna leave that alone. <laughs> um, They're mostly teenagers. I would think Psylocke is hotter. I, I think know. so. She, yeah. Yeah. She's a ninja. Yeah, yeah, it's dangerous. She's got her own issues. True. Well, so um, does Emma Frost. Okay. Emma Frost is so hot. Okay, and right. she's a comic book character. <laughs> So you got a thing for the January White Jones though. I mean, she was January pretty hot. Was, she was pretty hot in the she movies. Was, she was. She yeah. filled out the costume pretty yes, well. Yes, she did. Um, so Wolverine. Yep. Uh, basically, also, so basically, Cyclops put out a call. 
he showed back up. Uh, Captain America and him talked for a minute, and he put out a call to the world. And he's like, "Listen, if you're still an X Man, if you're out there at all, because they're basically all missing." He's like, "Come to Drop Point Z, and we'll rendezvous, and we're gonna start this thing over." Why not X? We're gonna do this right. Me and, and Cap, we settled our beef. Right, and we're so go. he shows up, and he thinks he's alone, and like all the enemies of the X Men have showed up: the Reavers, extremists. There's like hundreds of people who want to think they're going to kill a bunch of mutants and just Cyclops is there they think uh, it turns out Wolverine though is with them so Wolverine and Cyclops go to town and take out like everybody um, BA man calculated it's pretty BA uh, unfortunately the little the mutant uh, blindfold has killed herself at that point in the story um, and then they now are making a team the two of them basically are grudgingly are like listen we're the X-Men and there always needs to be an X-Men so they're putting together a new team, and Magic's going to be on it. I'm not sure who else. I like is me be some Magic it. too. Um, Where's Colossus at? Where's Gold Balls? Where's Gold Balls? Yeah. Well, they so like so they just they're doing the middle of a big crossover right now, Age of X, where Nate Gray has changed reality yeah. again. So I don't know who comes out of that. Uh, Age of X Man, I think is what it's called. Actually, here's the wor- here's the thing about comics. I love them so much. A lot I'm goes so, on, man. I'm so far behind. A lot goes on. It's there hard, was a time it's hard we, to keep up. We first started this show, like I was. Legit reading like four, four or five different um, issue like stories at once. Yeah, you were and in. I was it. I was going yeah yeah yeah. Then someone who would not be named canceled my uh, comic subscription. <laughs> it all went downhill from there. <laughs> now I haven't been able to catch back up. Honestly, the tr- for me the trades are the better way to do it because it just keeps right. the story contained. Um, but there's nothing about there's nothing like going in the store every Wednesday. Picking up your books and kind of having that exchange and that experience with the, the local shop. Uh, that was always the coolest thing is like my local shop way back in the day. The guy knew my name. I was actually there when he opened. I was one of his very first customers and I was there with him for like the first two years of his business. Uh, and like he was always like he always. Hey, Corey. Hey, Corey. How's it going? Blah, blah, blah. We would talk. Have a good time. He was a really nice guy. Um, and that's kind of the fun experience of comic yeah, books. No, for sure. Uh, it's so expensive. D- yeah, I mean, well, it can be, and, and it's a matter. It's a definitely disposable income situation. It's like uh, the, some people budget cigarettes into their exactly. their life, and or going out, and we 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 do the comics. I think we're smarter. Yeah, I think so. Because comics don't give you cancer. No, reading material. We really don't. <laughs> I mean, they could try, but we win. Yeah, because yeah. we're heroes. Yeah, Captain Life Force. What? Yeah. You know that story? No. You should. I hate you. Um, There's something else we agree on. <laughs> I hate you too. <laughs> uh, but no, man. A like, mutual hatred for each other. So what, what a X-Men, beautiful like, thing. Let's say they're building this team right now and, and Marvel calls you. What X-Men are you putting on there? Mm. I put Colossus because I put him on every team. He okay. does. Uh, I like magic. And then they have that like little like... The brother-sister thing going on there. Family. So you would put them both on there, La too? Familia. La Familia. Uh, I don't know who's alive. He needs some comic <laughs> relief. <laughs> who's dead? He needs some comic <laughs> relief. Gold balls. I don't know why I just like gold balls. I think it's he's, a weird power, he's, right? he's a new yeah. mutant that everyone likes. Yeah. yeah, gold balls. Yeah, Brian Michael Bendis made uh, like six or seven new mutants, and then he kind of left them <laughs> in different places and never brought them all back. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's definitely... Classic Bendis move. Well, Classic there's, Bendis. There's a ton of mutants out there. The young X Men and all that. Too. Yeah, ah, Brandon Br- Br- Cage guy. Yeah, put him on the team. Yeah, tons, tons. Well, that's gonna wrap up uh, this episode of Nerd Thug Radio. Don't forget the podcast will drop at 6:01 p.m. on 
every streaming platform you can imagine. Boom. And NerdThugRadio.com. Boom. Uh, don't forget to check out the other two shows, Nerd Thug Sports and Nerd Thug Wrestling, on Thursday and Friday this week. For the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, and Ned. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel.